This is a recording of Approaching Abinadi by Stephen O. Smoot, published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, read by Stephen O. Smoot. Abstract. The recently released Abinadi, He Came Among Them in Disguise, a new book from Brigham Young University's Book of Mormon Academy, offers readers multidisciplinary approaches to Mosiah 11 through 17 that highlight the literary, historical, and doctrinal richness of the story of Abinadi. Students and scholars of the Book of Mormon are sure to benefit greatly from this new volume. In 2013, a group of Latter-day Saints scholars organized the Book of Mormon Academy, an academic think tank and research group begun at Brigham Young University to promote scholarship and teaching on the Book of Mormon. The first publication of the Book of Mormon Academy, Abinadi, He Came Among Them in Disguise, offers a collection of articles that explores Mosiah 11 through 17 from textual, theological, historical, and anthropological perspectives. The first section of the book approaches Mosiah 11 through 17 from a narratological perspective. As Jared W. Ludlow explains in his contribution, a narratological study looks at the components that go into the telling of a story in order to appreciate its different narrative facets, the aesthetic dimension, and to better understand the purpose and emphasis of the writer, the rhetorical dimension. A narrative approach helps readers better appreciate the story of Abinadi as just that, a story. It can clarify and amplify how the story should be read and understood by looking closely at the bare-bones text. As the additional articles in this section by Daniel L. Belknap and Frank F. Judd Jr. help further demonstrate, the story of Abinadi is rich and rewarding when read closely and carefully. The next section of the book looks at the relationship between the Bible and the Book of Mormon as witnessed primarily in Mosiah 11 through 17. Nicholas J. Frederick explores the nature specifically of the quotations of the King James Bible in the Abinadi pericope, while Sean D. Hopkin looks at the variants in the Book of Mormon's quotations of biblical texts and compares them to textual witnesses, including the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Masoretic Hebrew Bible, and the Greek Septuagint. Combined, their articles paint a complicated picture when it comes to how exactly the Book of Mormon quotes the Bible and the significance of such. On one hand, as Frederick points out, the Book of Mormon is very clearly filled with hundreds of quotations from and allusions to the King James Bible, including the KJV New Testament. At first blush, this would appear to undermine the Book of Mormon's claims to historicity. But on the other hand, at some key points, the Book of Mormon's quotations of the Bible include variant readings not found in the KJV that do nevertheless find support from ancient textual witnesses. As Hopkin explains, in the Abinadi narrative, of the 20 variants that exist between the Book of Mormon and the KJV, 14 find support in an ancient manuscript witness, such as the Septuagint, the Targums, or the Dead Sea Scrolls, or they are an equally appropriate translation from the Masoretic text. How might we reconcile this? Hopkin reasonably suggests the Book of Mormon may not have been a modern creation, but it was certainly a modern translation, purposefully reflecting language from Joseph Smith's day, most importantly, the King James Version, and departing from it only when necessary. 
All of this is to say that while this particular issue, the relationship between the KJV and the Book of Mormon, is still being explored, the intertextual work exemplified in Abinadi is precisely what is needed for further understanding. In part three of Abinadi, Carrie Hull and Mark Allen Wright situate Mosiah 11 through 17 in an ancient New World context by reading some small but significant details about the Abinadi narrative in light of current archaeological and ethno-historical knowledge. Take, for instance, Abinadi's martyrdom. According to the Book of Mormon, the wicked priests of Noah took Abinadi and bound him and scourged his skin with faggots, yea, even unto death. This method of execution, a torturous death by firebrand, has been documented to have been practiced by post- and pre-Columbian North and Central American peoples. By understanding the ethno-historical background of this gruesome practice, Hull and Wright conclude, readers can better appreciate both evidence for the Book of Mormon's antiquity as well as the figure of Abinadi as a true martyr. The death of Abinadi was an act of martyrdom, an act of bravery, and result of obedience. His bold teaching in the face of certain death represents the very essence of his faith in the words and promises of his God. Beyond the pains and physical anguish of possibly being burned at the stake, Abinadi likely suffered for hours if his death conformed to standard ethno-historical accounts. The final section of Abinadi looks at the theology of Mosiah 11 through 17. Amy Easton Flake focuses her remarks on what the Book of Mormon teaches about infant baptism and the status of infants and children in the plan of salvation. She specifically compares the Book of Mormon's teachings on this matter to those espoused by other 19th century New England and New York Christian movements, including Presbyterian, Methodist, Baptist, Restorationist, and Universalist sects. After looking carefully at early 19th century theological treatises and sermons from leading voices of these traditions, her research reveals that the Book of Mormon does not prescribe to or endorse any one of the dominant theological positions in early 19th century America. Indeed, the book clearly resonates with different aspects of various denominational thought while also offering a more concise rationale for infant salvation and maintaining a focus on Christ's grace that is not seen in other denominations' treatises on the subject. All told, Abinadi, he came among them in disguise, is an excellent example of the sort of scholarship that can and should be performed on the Book of Mormon. It offers something for those interested in approaching the Book of Mormon from multiple perspectives while moving the scholarly discussion forward. This has been a recording of Approaching Abinadi by Stephen O. Smoot, published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 28, 2018 read by Stephen O. Smoot. This audio recording is copyrighted under a Creative Commons license and may be freely distributed if it remains unchanged, the journal and its website are credited, and is for non-commercial use. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com.